Kid and Friends in the Morning, 77 WABC. Mr. Mayor, we've come to the end of what was a very eventful 2023, right? <laughs> so when you look at the totality of the year, if you had to describe it, and it's tough to do, in one word, what would that word be and tell me why? Uh, New York. Two words. Uh, this is a place where every day you wake up, uh, you could experience everything from a plane crashing into no, our no, trade center no, no, to no, a, a person who's celebrating no, no. a new business that's open. Uh, this is a very, very complicated city, and that's why it's the greatest city on the globe. That's why it's the greatest city in the globe. Where else can you see planes crash into buildings? Believe it or not, folks, that's your mayor. You voted for him. He said that yesterday, courtesy of Channel 11 WPIX. What makes this city the greatest city in the world? Where else can you see planes crash into buildings? <laughs> I mean, I just, it, it's horrible. It's disturbing. It's, but I have to laugh because it's just, it's also so stupid. Well, it doesn't happen everywhere. You no, he's right about that. Lizzie Savetsky was great. Savetsky loves Rudy, too. She said, is Giuliani going to be here? I said, no, he's calling in. But I don't know. Giuliani was the mayor during that difficult period and distinguished himself then and is still considered by anybody with a half a brain the greatest mayor in the history of that job in any big city in any state across America. And I don't think if you ask Rudy Giuliani when he thinks about 2023, what makes this city great, that he's going to harken back to 1,000 funerals 22 years ago, but who knows? Let's ask him. Rudy, when you think about what makes New York great, planes flying at the buildings? <laughs> no, no. That was one of our worst days, of course. Uh, the the thing that makes New York City great is the way we came back from that. You know, Right. Uh, right. He should have added, if he adds that, and he says, hey, 22 years later, look, we're still a united people. We came back from that. But to move straight from that to like the Rockefeller Christmas tree, that's really idiotic. Yeah, there's something missing. I, I don't know. I, 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 you know, I hate to play uh, armchair psychiatrist, but it, with Adams, there's something missing. And believe it or not, you know, I never was a big fan, but I'm starting to feel bad because I think of the alternatives, and I'm starting yeah. to think, my, my goodness. And I also think this may be uh, projected by the White House, so. But in any event, yeah, of course. I mean, he, he doesn't understand leadership. It's, it's a, it may be as simple as that. You have to you have to lead with a positive goal, and then after you have the positive goal established, you can start talking about how we improve. You know, people are motivated by uh, positive things about about success, and look back on our ancestors and what they accomplished. We can do the same thing. The digital dollar could give the feds control of your money. Get the digital dollar report. Call 1-800-862-6970 and also receive a $1,000 credit from Priority Gold to protect your money. Or just go to digitaldollarreport.com. Please note, the information provided does not constitute financial or investment advice. You know, there are two, uh, two events, if you will, that I try never to bring up. Now, the reason why I've mentioned the Holocaust a bunch lately, which I never do, never, Rudy, is because of October 7th, because that was the worst. Right. And the other one is 9-11. I mean, I do a show every year on that date, and you come on, and Bernie, and all you great folks. Otherwise, I never bring up those days. There's nothing to compare it to. 
and it makes me angry. So even though you and I both kind of giggled just now when we talked about Adams and who he is, does it make you angry when people bring up 9-11 for any other reason than on that day or terrorism? Yeah. Or, or, or for any reason but a truly, truly serious one. God forbid we were to have another terrorist attack and, you know, something you could compare to it. Or, uh, or maybe I'll bring it up because we didn't pay enough attention and it happened, and I'm worried right now that we're doing the same thing. I, I really feel that right now we're in a more dangerous position than we were in before September 11th. Uh, there have to be more terrorists in this country than there were before September 11th. So I might bring it up for a reason like that. But I, I have a hard time even you know, driving down there. Uh, I go down there and uh, I try to get my mind on something else or – it's a very difficult thing to live through, and it shouldn't be compared to anything else. I think they blew, for me at least, that whole January 6th thing on Trump the day they said it was like uh, September 11th. Yep, yep, yep. I said, these people I mean, are crazy. I said, they're yep. not even in, in, in the right uh, uh, world. I mean, they're crazy people. Crazy. Uh, the only day you can compare to that would be um, Pearl Harbor. So of I have course. to – right, exactly. So, so I have to ask yeah. you this, I, and I don't want to go into any details. I will tell you that I did not cover – I haven't brought it up once, the whole story about your, your loss last week, the court loss. Uh, I don't want to. You're my friend, and I love you, and I think it was a, a bullcrap case, and I think uh, they are really going out of the way to torture you. And I don't know how you do it, Rudy. I don't know how you do it. You get on the air every day. You come on with me. You sound like you're, you're doing fine. You're doing great. I saw you at that event with Trump two weeks ago. You look like a million bucks. But these are a lot of arrows you're taking, 150, whatever the stupid number was. <laughs> I mean, come on. Between you and I, are you not? Are you not at this point just exhausted, angry, disappointed, or or the Rudy that I'm getting right now? Is this really you? It's really me. Uh, that doesn't mean that I'm not that at times. You know, obviously I'm human, and I think maybe, but but in a way, maybe because of all the years of uh, fighting back and fighting for things that were impossible. You know, you you think about being mayor of New York. Every friend of mine but one told me I was going to be uh, – at, at people who cared about me said I was making a big mistake running for mayor, that I had a really good chance of being governor or senator. I should run for that. My, my approval ratings in, in upstate New York and uh, the, 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 the uh, uh, suburbs were very, very high. New York City didn't vote for Abraham Lincoln. They're not going to vote for you. Right. Uh, and and then and, and even if you get the job, you won't be able to do it. They gave me these books that said New York City's ungovernable. All all that did is make me want to do it more. Hmm. So I don't know. Maybe I'm a strange personality. No, I, I you are. No, you are. You're a masochist. The challenge, the challenge, <laughs> the challenge drives me, and yeah. also uh, the sense of patriotism. I really I feel whether I'm right or I think I'm right, and Trump feels the same way. Trump says this is the most important thing I've ever done what I'm doing right now. And, uh, and in some ways, I think it is because I'm helping to save my country. I believe our country has gone past the point where, in many ways, we are now a fascist country. We're not on our way to being one. We are one. When you have results like I had in court or Trump being tried four times in the election year by Democratic DAs, and we can't figure out this is a political plot, I mean, nobody get as he points out, Al Capone was indicted once. Right. I mean, I indicted the, the heads of the mafia once. Once. Right. 
Right. Yeah, John Dillinger once, John Gotti once, Pablo Escobar once, Donald Trump four times. All by Democratic DAs, all in crooked Democratic cities. Yeah. Where the chance of getting a jury that's fair is, you know, one out of a hundred. Right. Uh, they, they own. They own. They own the. They own the, the whole. The whole thing. No, we do. When so, when when that Georgia case ended up for you in D.C., that was going to be an issue. So, last one on this one, and move off of it. Can you live the rest of your life without them taking everything from you? Everything. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll, no. we'll find a way. Okay, that's all I care about. I'm not, I'm not, and, okay. and we'll get it reversed. I, I mean, I, I can't be a hundred percent sure, but I'm more certain than not that the case will be reversed. In a strange way, uh, the number helped me. My lawyer and I were both saying that, you know, if they're going to come back against me, which they were definitely going to do, it's a D.C. jury. I mean, the, the people there are at, you know, at the at the hundredth degree of hating Trump, and ninety ninth degree of hating me. <laughs> so um, the rea- the rea- the reality is they were going to come back with a verdict, a one one that's absurd, you know, is better than one that made any kind of sense. Got it. It makes the whole case absurd right. in front of a fair judge. You know, you make sense. I can, you know what? You make 100% sense. I think this will work out in your favor. Thank God. The great Rudy Giuliani, America's mayor, Main on until 3 o'clock. Yeah. Uh, we, want, we want to save this country. We got one. Unfortunately, fortunately, it's him. Unfortunately, the, you know, you got only one chance. It's nice if you have four or five chances. We got only one. It's Trump. And I agree with you on everything you said about Haley. And DeSantis and these people oh, as God. loyal Americans and Republicans should be doing everything to make sure we get rid of the Biden regime. Well, that's if uh, Biden doesn't do it himself. You know, again, I, I place all this trust. I had Nancy Mason earlier. Maybe you like her. Maybe you don't. Doesn't matter. Uh, but I place all this trust, Rudy, in the House GOP and whether it was McCarthy and now it's Johnson, that they're going to come up with something, you know, that between Hunter and Joe that's really going to screw these guys. Oh, you say they are. You say they are. They are. They are. There's more there. I mean, I, I know, I know, uh, I don't know everything they have. They do surprise me sometimes with things I don't have. Very often uh, it annoys me because they bring up things that I brought up four years ago as if it's new. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but sometimes they come up with new stuff. Yeah. And uh, I know some stuff that's there that, that they're going to come up with. Uh, at some point, I, I have this feeling like at some point uh, the whole dam is going to burst. It's like little holes have been put in it because the press keeps putting their fingers in. But at some point they'll be just – it might not even be the biggest thing. One thing will just break it open, and people will see un- an unbelievable thing, 30 years of being a criminal. 30 years. The man, man's been a criminal for 30 years. You look at that one with his brother James. That was that was back uh, the the program in the early days. It's his brother picking up money here and there uh, to sell himself out as a senator, and then he went into the big time. But he's been a thirty to thirty five year criminal. Hunter gives you the number of years in the hard drive for thirty years. I've been paying all the expenses of the family and giving half my income to pop. You, you need anything else? <laughs> Sounds like you've got enough there. Hey, uh, one more. My, my least, you know, I always say this, my favorite politician ever is you. And uh, over the years, I've uh, grown to really love Peter King, too, here in New York. But you're my man. Me, too. Yeah. He's one of my oldest friends. Awesome guy. But um, I think the guy I, I like the least maybe Chuck Schumer. And he was speaking again. I can't stand Chuck. He's on Capitol Hill yesterday talking about immigration reform. And, I mean, Rudy, 
I got to tell you, I did this show for four years when Bernie was still alive and Trump was president. Four years. Do you know how many times I said the word migrant, illegal, in four years? Never. Not once. What do you mean immigration reform? How is it possible we had a Republican president where we had little to no issues, none, for four years, and now the issue is it's decades and decades, it's Republicans' fault, too, of no immigration reform? Wait a second. How did Trump do it then? Was it a miracle? You know, Andrew Andrew and I were, were talking about this last night because he worked on this. He worked on the ethanol, uh, ethanol the fentanyl part of it. Yeah. And I was really proud because I gave them a little help because I knew a lot about drugs, and I was his lawyer at the time. I was really proud of the numbers they got it down to. Now, I just, I'm just going to give you a number, and last year Trump's in office with all the problems and everything else, number of illegals uh, uh, apprehended, 242,000. Number this year, 2.7 million. Oh, my God. Jeez. I mean, come on. Oh, come on. Uh, yeah. uh, 2.7 million is a little country. Right. And those are the people that have been apprehended. What about all those maniacs that are here right now? We haven't found them yet. Double it. Double it. Oh, my God. Jeez. That's what that's what the real experts will tell, like Tom Holman and all. They'll tell you a lot of people. The, the uh, academic figure that comes from MIT is about three quarters. Three quarters add three quarters to the ones that have been apprehended to the to the uh, uh, gotaways. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But somebody like Holman will tell you uh, it's almost like. The, the worse it gets in terms of the numbers coming in, the more come in uh, undetected because see, they're, they're tied up. They're too tied up. They're, um, and the, the cartels take advantage of the fact that they're very, very tied up. Yep. So it, it, it's like playing football. You know, uh, they're all tied up on one side of the field. You go down the other side of the field. Right, right. I know you're right. It's really that simple. The analogy actually works. So this is uh, my last week of 2023, Rudy, and I say oh, this to wow. the – yeah, that's it. I'm taking next week off. So I just want you to know that uh, not only are you a great guest every Tuesday and you do your own great show, but I really do love you, you and your son, and you, you're, you're a dear friend and a loyal friend for a lot of years. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I wish you nothing but the best in 2024. You deserve better than this country, the media, these courts, these judges, these epping louses have done to you. And hopefully 2024 you'll get yours. You deserve it, Rudy. I love you. Thank you. I believe in God, and I believe God is guiding it, and we'll, we'll be fine. And you, uh, the same thing. I have utmost respect for you, and you're doing an unbelievable job, both for the country and for the station. Thank you, Rudy. I love you, pal. Thank you. Happy New Year, okay? God bless you. Happy New Year. You too. Stay, stay, uh, stay strong. That's my man, Rudy Giuliani, the greatest mayor of all time. Does a great show on this station, 3 p.m. every weekday. That's a good man, folks. Don't let the media tell you any different. That's a good man. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.